brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Oh yes, it's sippin' time again, and welcome to this sippus episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at two a.m. or three a.m. Or even I think f- we're best thing on between two to four a.m. and even four a.m. Yeah, two to four, 4 a.m. Oh, yeah, that's no. good. Not as good as the creature feature, but still pretty. It's been a while since I've seen the creature pretty feature. Good. Well, we are a one-hour show. No, nah, that's a lie. We're a 52-minute show that uh, makes every attempt at being entertaining for at least a majority of that period of time. We've never hit more than 20 minutes. Though. Whether we're successful or not, that is up to you. Um, the Russian judge gave us a 2.2. Oh, damn it. Okay. Mm. Fix. Fix. Yep. Totally fixed. Yep. Well, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me for this episode today are good old Dalton Nice. Good morning, gentlemen. Made man Maury. Good morning, Bob. I am thrilled to be here in the wine cellar today. Mm-hmm. It's much better in the de- in the just, just in the basement, right? Correct. It's still damp and cold, but it's full of wine. It's a cellar. Yeah, exactly. And it smells cellar. so much better. It's a bunker. Yeah. <laughs> and good old boy Harmeet. Thank you, Bob. Uh, can you untie me now? Not in the bunker. You do not get untied in the bunker. No. Nine. <laughs> I came down into the cellar even when the lights were off. I yeah, just kept coming down. Yeah. We gave you straws, so you'll be okay. What was that Godzilla movie that they had where they like, you know, the guy kidnapped the girl and took her in the basement because they were like the monsters were running around? What was it? Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. This is Cloverfield, but with wine. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Well, Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals with representation in eight states and two continents. Our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. You can check us out on Facebook at the Bourbon Mafia. What other continent have you guys spread to? Australia. Like a metastasis. Mm. Australia. Yep cancer just spread. i just want to go to australia i want to be mad max you know the first mad max the early one you know when he had an attitude you know i like i like the new mad max and fifi fifi was awesome you know and toe sad. cutter sad sad apparently sad. we have kangaroos running down in the redlands yeah well where you know, why from? not nobody knows well, our show is sponsored also in part by fine spirits in cooper city florida home in the animatic machine serving great wines whiskeys and other spirits by the glass you can find them at www.finespirits.net and facebook.com slash fine spirits okay wow come on down thank you thank you don pardo and with that wine you'll also get some zebrick wall covering and some rice aroni the san francisco treat and this wonderful uh Love chair and ottoman suite. And that lovely <laughs> fur by Dicker and Dicker of Beverly Hills. Okay. Spiegel catalog, 60609. Above okay. ground jacuzzi. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure where Harm was going with that. This beautiful love 
swing uh, yeah, yeah, chair, yeah, this yeah. love swing. chair, no, an ottoman here. He's thinking of his own home. Yeah, <laughs> creepy. Had that hesitation. Yeah, so the problem is, is he calls the one redneck he knows, and he goes, "Hey, you know the swivel at the top of that chair is it's not it's kind of sticking. Do you think you can fix it? No." <laughs> I can fix anything. Yes, I am a redneck. I can yeah. fix anything. I can't. No, can't, I can't fix, fix that. that. Sorry, I, I can't tell you the stories about the swing. No, no. don't want to know. So moving on, <laughs> we were also <laughs> sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can visit them at ftlws.com. Too many consonants. Yeah. Too many. Too many at this at this stage of the day. Yeah. Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and today's show is all about wines and things from Orrin Swift Cellars. So here's some of the things we're going to be tasting today. We have, from Orrin Swift, we have Blank Stare, 2018. We have the Orrin Swift Mannequin, 2017. We have the Orrin Swift Eight Years in the Desert, 2018. The Orrin Swift Slander, 2018. The Orange Swift Machete, 2017. Machete. And the Orange Swift Palermo. And then we have another thing we're going to taste at the end that is going to be a surprise. Ooh, so I love surprises. So we're going to have Harm tell us all about our Sips ratings. Really? I'm not ready yet. Are we starting the show? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was drinking, kids. Well, we'll be tasting and discussing these wines and rating them with our Sips ratings, plus our signature sounds. Are you ready with the buttons, Bob? You ready with the buttons? Good. We have these ratings. Here are the ratings now. Uh, one sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my, oh, my mouth. It's been a while since we've had a one sip wine, thank God. It's just much more fun when I play that and he's doing the numbers. I I don't know why. Yeah, it's the whole racist angle, but you know, Gunga Dean, that's yeah, whatever. Gunga Dean was the hero. He was the hero. <laughs> Two sips. Nice, but what else do you have? Don't do that. Your mother's no, gonna be very disappointed no. in you. Could you hear the head bobbling? Could you hear the head bobbling? No, I could hear your mother's disappointment yeah, in you. My mother's always disappointed. Three sips. Hmm, interesting. What was that again? Interesting. Yep. Four sips. Let's keep this a secret to ourselves. Pour me another, boy. That's classified. That was politically derogatory. It and sure was. I'm married into that. It's all right. Five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could taste this good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. First off, yeah. I'm not buying it as wife yeah. from Alabama because she wouldn't legally be allowed to marry him. I'm not a cousin. <laughs> not because he's yeah, <laughs> not because he's Indian, because he's not a blood relative. So you know, I mean, yeah. how is that possible? Mm-mm-mm. This is remember, why she married me. We 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 have a child together because I'm not a blood relative. Re- she got out of that whole thing, well, man. Thank goodness. She, I helped her. She escape. broke the cycle. That's why she's walking yeah. upright. <laughs> break the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember, where do you go find dates in Alabama? Family reunion. Oh, jeez. You know you're in Alabama when they go ahead and like you to meet my wife and my sister, and there's only one girl there? Okay. Where's the band in Alabama button? Come on. We used to have that button. Micah. They did invent the toothbrush. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Five years later, the rest of the country invented the teeth brush. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh. 
Oh, man. Gosh, he's a little slow. I'm going yeah. to tell that one to my yeah. wife. Oh, my gosh. What's 100 foot long and has three tonight. teeth? Three Alabamans. <laughs> no, the front row at an Alabama concert. Yeah. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> stop. You know. stop. Now that we've alienated 2% of the country, let's keep going on. So, all right. So, we're going to have uh, Denise tell us all D-nice. about Orrin Swift. Yeah. <laughs> all about Orrin Swift Sellers and its founder, Dave Finney. Perfect. Well, the turning point in Dave Finney's life came in 1995 when he was a junior at the University of Arizona. studying Not Alabama. In, no. <laughs> Party school. Studying in Florence, Italy for a semester, traveling with a college friend whose family was involved in wine in California. Dave fell in love with the vineyards, the farming, and the wine. After that Italy trip, Dave, who had been a political science major returned to college and jumped into the agricultural program, planting experimental vineyards with the help of a professor. Well, really, when you think about it, political science and dealing in bullcrap is, you know, in manure is kind of the same thing. <laughs> okay. So. All right. So that was an easy yeah, transition lateral, for him, I suppose. Move. Yeah. Four days after graduating, he moved to Napa Valley and sent out 50 resumes to different wineries and only received one reply from Robert Mondavi Winery for a temporary harvest position. In 1997, he moved to Whitehall Lane, where he learned about winemaking and met Kim, his future wife. In 1990, <laughs> I know. Aww. Aww. We heard the awe already. It was implicit. <laughs> it was that pause, Maury. In the 19- temporary <laughs> harvest position, he was the only white guy in the in the fields harvesting grapes. Seriously, harm, harm. <laughs> he told me wow, the story. You're on a Nasty. roll today. Yeah. Moving on. In 1998, wanting to control his own destiny and the creative aspects of making his own wine, Dave started Orrin Swift Cellars, which combines his father's middle and mother's maiden names. The vintage was a tough one and unhappy with the quality of the grapes he was able to source and the wine that came from them, he passed on bottling them, passed on bottling them, was that right, himself? Yeah. Okay. Himself. That's what I okay. It's Bob. Any grammar script. fanatics? His okay. self, Bob doesn't want to. You know, he was originally a hick, <laughs> despite his lack of accent. I'm going to go what's written here. So he passed on bottling them himself. His sale. It <laughs> chose to sell himself. off the wine in bulk and start over. 1999 resulted in his first wine released under the Orange Swift seller's name. Another tough year in 2000 made it necessary to combine all his available grapes, which resulted in a wine called the Prisoner. Hmm, that must have been a tough year. <laughs> this was a turning point. Three times po- on Wine Spectator's top 10. Mm. This was a turning point as the wine proved to be successful. And after eight years of making The Prisoner, Dave sold the label and focused on continuing to develop other brands for Orange Swift sellers. Over the years, new wines and further success followed. The brand and the praise for it grew steadily. And Dave continued to show his deft touch with blending, his curiosity about varieties, and his bold, inventive style. In 2016, Dave was approached by the Ernest and Julio, or Julio, depends, we're in Florida, Ernest and Julio Gallo Winery. Gallo. Gallo. It was Gallo originally. It's Gallo. It wasn't. Yeah. Oh, I got to hurry. Having followed Dave's record of innovation and success, Gallo acquired Orrin Swift Cellars in 2016, allowing Dave to step back from the day-to-day operations and to redirect his focus on the vineyards, the cellar, and creative packaging, as well as other to work on other projects. And the merger with a company the size of Gallo allowed Orrin Swift access to better vineyards and more control over farming practices, which Dave has said he feels will allow Orange Swift to continue to evolve and make even better wines in the future. He, 
Gallo last year or was, the year before bought Stagecoach Vineyards, the, probably the most expensive property in Napa Valley. Really? And it's all Gallo now. They're keeping That's contracts a nice available, fun fact. But Dave has access to Stagecoach now. I cannot wait for the new stuff. Well, mm. he's not giving any to you. I get some. <laughs> he's I not some. I tasted some, some wine this week. He doesn't like you. You're smarmy. Very smarmy. We'll mm. be back. So Hey, and we're back, and we're talking about wines from Orrin Swift, and Denise is getting ready to tell us about our first one. Well, this is the Orrin Swift Blank Stare 2018, 30% barrel fermented in French oak, 55% new oak, 70% fermented in stainless steel tanks, with a 15.5% ABV. That's a bruiser. Mm. The third iteration of Blank Stare follows in the footsteps of two great vintages for Sauvignon Blanc, sourced primarily from the Laguna Ranch, McMurray, and Two Rock Vineyards. This is a really interesting wine, and Harm's going to tell us how he feels about Blank Stare in a minute. No, no, the, the wine I like. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, me. yeah. So like the, the nose is really great. Um, it's got some jasmine, some sort of night-blooming jasmine. I got a lot of jasmine on the nose, especially when I first poured it in the glass, as well as lilies. Um, and I think I noticed that because I'm not a really big lily fan, but I do love the floral notes. I also got something that's really interesting on the nose for me. I'm not quite sure why, but it's a little hempy, little hoppy. It's just a slight undertone, but it's there for me. I love the flavor. Again, just like the nose, I get a florally flavor with a little bit of lime. It's refreshing. It's pleasant. It has a nice finish. I'm really enjoying it. Okay. So Denise, let me jump in here. Um, everything you said is, is right on spot on. I, there's nothing I don't love about this wine except for the name. Oh. Blank Stare. Now, he's got this creepy label. Dave is famous for his creepy labels. Mm -hmm. But it's Sauvignon Blanc. Why not spell blank with a C? He spelled it with a K. There's a perfectly obvious pun right there. Blanc Stare. Blank Stare with a C. Why do you leave that out? So this is your that secret. Was my, that's oh, my oh, that's my so this was wine. This really? was the. I told this to him in person. The okay, other turning his. This mic is what off. we've been what waiting think, for Maury? about oh, Blink Stare. No, <laughs> we're the moving on. What do you think, Maury? Well, no, now, now that we've uh, dispensed with the semantics, the verbiage, and the spelling, um, I would agree with what Denise said. It's got a lovely color. It's very light, very pale. The nose has definitely got some lemongrass and the, the lavender and jasmine. I would agree. Cut grass, um, cut grass. And yeah. she thinks it's pot, but you know that's you know. Personal. No, but I definitely I got a little like. bit of hoppy, Denise potty, hempy, uh, hempy, hempy. hoppy. That's different than cut grass for me. Um, it does have some uh, some acidity, especially at the outset. I would agree with that completely. Um, and then it just picks up with all these interesting tropical flavors. As, it, as it warmed up, the tropical fruit came out on the mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And some minerality. Um, it's got a nice finish. I definitely got a little of that Meyer lemon rind closing out. Uh, I, I think it was delicious. I think it's a really, really nice, complex, and interesting uh, Sauvignon Blanc. And uh, you would never guess that it was uh, coming in hot at 15.5%. Uh, no, you couldn't mm -hmm. tell that at all. No. And, and when I first tasted on, on the finish to me, it was slightly bitter. When it was very cold. As it warmed up, it's more sweet and fruit forward. Bob, you agree? You think we're all fools? What's going on? Well, you can definitely tell us 15.5 if you drank the whole bottle. Yeah. Because you're giving us a blank a stare. And forth. What do you think I've, about the, the C versus K controversy, Not that Bob? I've done that before. The C versus the K controversy. What's going on with that, Bob? That's about half of what I'm thinking about <laughs> you right now. Just saying. <laughs> different, different beginning to the scene. Yeah. Bob has his own blank stare yeah. right now. 
Yeah, it's yeah. There's a U in there too. Mm-hmm. You want to know what the first letter is? I I, I don't want to guess. You want to guess? Tell me about the wine. Tell me about S. the wine, Bob. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> the wine. I know what you were thinking. <laughs> you filthy bastard. Uh, this is great. I mean, it's it's really well put together. Again, it's definitely California style. So oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. California mm-hmm. style, it's but it's just it's somewhere. well done. I mean, it's just I mean, it's really refreshing. That that lemongrass note, the 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 flowers, the lavender, the jasmine on the nose, it's it's all fresh and bright. It's got some great acidity, but it's really well balanced. Uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I and think it's, it's distinctly yeah. different from a New Zealand yeah. uh, soft blanc. Yeah, well, New Zealand or even yeah. French. But the thing is that that all that thirty percent barrel fermentation does make a difference. Yeah, we have a sips rating, kids. What are we giving this one? We're giving this one three sips. Woohoo! Interesting. And so we are moving on to our next wine, and we're going to have Maury tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob. The next wine is the Orange Swift Mannequin 2017. He hates this because it has a Q instead of a K. <laughs> Mannequin is the proper spelling. It's got the creepy-ass label again. So is K. It's got a creepy yeah. label. It's aged 35% in New French Oak, Sur Lee, for eight months, clocking it at 15% ABV. This vintage of mannequin includes a new quality vineyard from select Avas that are working AVAs. with AVAs. Jesus, yeah, that too. That are working <laughs> that they're working with for the first time. From the cool Sonoma Coast and the Russian River Valley to the mountains of Atlas Peak and south to the Santa Lucia Highlands, we've been able to produce a balanced Chardonnay that is representative of the differing regions of California. You helped produce it. Yes, he did. I did, and I'm helping to drink it as well. It comes in as a uh, pale gold color um, on the nose. It's got some beautiful Meyer lemon, some vanilla cream, a little hint of oak, a little, uh, again, a little bit of uh, jasmine, maybe even some gardenias. Uh, They mentioned caramel, but I really didn't get the caramel on the nose. Um, On the palate, I would agree with uh, the assessment of some ripe stone fruit, the melon, the lemon curd, a little hint of toasted almond, grapefruit. Uh, and even a little bit of white pepper. It's a really interesting wine. It's got a big, um, very nice viscosity, big mouth feel, kind of luscious mouth coating. And uh, and the finish uh, goes on. It's long, uh, tapers, uh, a little hint of young coconut on the on the finish there. Uh, I really like this wine. I think it's decidedly different than the Sauve Blanc, um, different than most Chardonnays. Uh, but very, very interesting. Harm, what'd you think? I think that 35% French New York really shows in this wine. I Absolutely, mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, it's up. yeah. Well, that's what rounds it out. And mm-hmm. again, you, you know, a lot of guys won't do that because they don't want to spend that, the money. That sweet nose. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. Vanilla and, and uh, like, uh, did you say caramel? I don't think. I didn't really get much caramel. He's rambling again. I didn't as it warms up, As it warms up, I'm getting, I'm getting the caramel. Although what'd you think, Denise? Was, you do? I, I still don't get up. the caramel. It's more, it starts out very floral. I love it. Oh, the floral notes yeah. are fantastic on this one. I mean, you got to almost inhale the thing down to your toes, but Ray right in the back, just a slight bit of like caramelly kind of caro syrupy. It's toasted French oak, man. This is great. I, I the, the, the almonds Way and the, the grapefruit and, and the, the stone fruits, that was all there. But I didn't get some of the things that Maury was mentioning, but most of it's there. I, it's beautiful. And the sweetness on the finish, this is big California chardonnay without being a butter bomb right I mean, there's it's i think no, it's, it's not a butter bomb at all no 
It doesn't have a lot of oak either. Yeah. It's no. not a it's the opposite. I, I of taste the oak. oak. I definitely yeah. taste yeah. the taste. Yeah. It's balanced. But, but it's, it's a not, sweeter oak. Yeah. It's yeah. not stainless steel yeah. and it's not big in oak. It's right down the middle. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of California, California Chardonnays tend to go like totally buttery or totally oaky. oaky. It's just way, way, way too yeah. much of one. I think or people both. are I think winemakers are getting away from that style in the early two, late nineties, yeah, early two thousands. Yeah. They're starting to get away from that because the you know, Yeah. There's enough cougar juice Because this there. is just, I mean, it's bright. It's got the acidity to it. It's not, I mean, there's some buttery in it, but it's mm-hmm. not, ah, you know, like some of those are just mouth coating and it's just too much. I right. Mean, this this lets the Chardonnay actually well shine. So much more approachable. Fruit. Absolutely. Yeah. Food wine too. This Pardon go me. well with food. It's a oh, food wine. Oh, absolutely. The acidity is going to play off real well with the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this with like, like, you know, nice seafood platter. Oh man. Some scallops and some lobster, maybe a little stone crab. Yeah, they're, stone in the, crab. they're in the cooker stone right crab. now, right? They'll I'm be coming for out. You to bring them. Stone crab. Yum. Stone crab right here. Mm-hmm. All right, we only have a few more months. Mm. May 15th. Stone crabs. They're Bob, done. what do you think? Did Denise go? Did you say what you said about I, I did. I loved it. I, I love yeah. the floral notes. Um, uh, I love everything about it. It's, it's just so approachable, so drinkable. Fantastic. This is the best vintage of this wine I've tasted. I've tasted every release, and uh, this is the best one. This is all gallo fruit, I think. So, All right. Well, we're going to be Bobby rating Jim. the mannequin. Four sips. Yay. Sweet. That's classified. All right. Mm. So we're moving on to our next one. And we're going to have- Helmet. Helmet. Eight years in the red. And we're going to have Harm <laughs> tell us about this. So, uh, hey. People like this are a menace to decent society. So- are you ready to talk? I am a menace to decent society. Are you it's ready true. to talk? I'm ready to talk. I'm ready now. Shut up. Suppress your defecation. There you go. <laughs> what the hell was that? He likes using big words he doesn't understand sometimes. <laughs> oh, so we have to throw that out at him. Let's try it again. I believe Shut the people up. don't. Suppress your defecation. The, there you the go. people who don't understand the words are you. But uh, Orrin Swift, Eight Years in the Desert, is called Eight Years in the Desert because when he sold the Prisoner Wine Company, he signed a 10-year non-compete clause. And his little joke was that uh, he told me... Um, I thought for 10 years I wasn't able to say the word Zinfandel because that was his primary blend for the prisoner, the primary grape in the blend. Uh, when he signed on with Gallo, Gallo said, we have lawyers. And in California, it's hard to uh, you know, enforce a non-compete. So after finally eight years, he was able to make a Zinfandel blend and got out of his non-compete clause. So this is why it's called Eight Years in the Desert. Uh, this is the second or third release. I'm not sure, to 2018. He made the initial release. With well, I guess that makes our naughty parts tingle. It does make me tingle in the naughty parts and as, as well as my tongue. The expression is a blend of Zinfandel, Syrah, Petite Syrah, and Grenache, aged eight months in French and American oak. 37% of that is new. 15.6% ABV. This is a bruiser. Blockbuster. So the color is an opaque ruby, purple edges. This is thick, and you can tell this is going to stain your teeth purple as soon as you put it in your mouth. The nose. Oh, my God. Ripe raspberries. Red, red raspberries. And then there's blackberry underneath and dark plum. Uh, there's some spice under there. I'm not sure what exactly it is. It switches back and forth. I definitely get black pepper. There's a hint of t- tiny hint of vanilla coming on from that oak. And on the palate. Mm. Mm. Wow. That's blueberry pie. Yes. Blueberry pie, black cherries. And there's a little bit of black tea coming out. It's so yummy. Um, there's a savory note, some some herbs I really can't identify uh, coming up. Um, somebody off the air mentioned thyme. Uh, finishes long and We're ripe. Out of time. Tons of tannins. Um, I mentioned 
I mentioned black tea on the palate. I got a tiny bit of it on the nose, and I think it's coming back on the finish as well. It's it's great. It is. That finish with that black tea is fantastic. Yes. It's like oolong. Yes. Denise, what else do you think? Oh, I love this, but across the board, you know what I really love about his wines, and, and you'll taste them as we move along? I love the herbal notes, so I'm just a it's fan just fruit of yes. the rosemary, Balance. the thyme, the tarragon, the sage that comes through in some of these red wines. I just love that. That's perfect for me. He does a great job. The blueberry, wow, on the palate, so delicious. And the finish is fantastic. This is a great wine. And when you taste the blueberry, it's not just the fruit. It's like no, you taste the, you it's taste not, the spice. You yes. taste the spice of the blueberry, yeah. the, the herbal. Yeah. You taste the skin. Yeah. I mean, that, that, exactly. that right. tannin, that bittery bit to the skin on the blueberry. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's not, oh, I don't really love blueberries. I won't like that wine. You'll love this wine. Yeah. It's fresh fruit. Right. Absolutely. Maury, you're just looking at it. <laughs> He's just in a date. I'm having a hard time adding on to that. No, it's like a blueberry bomb. I, and I'm not a big blueberry fan, but I love this wine. Um, I agree with Denise. I think the savory notes really balance out the blueberries. We think of blueberries being sweet. These are not, this is not sweet like blueberry pie. But this well, is I, I got blueberry pie because there's there's other there's other sweet notes. But a in really here. good blueberry pie is not that sweet. Yeah, this is not sweet. Are you de denigrating my wife's blueberry pie? This my, wife, got, my wife is definitely the pie. tea, the hints of black pepper, even a little hint of clove in there somewhere. Uh, the savory uh, uh, herbal notes that you talked about, Denise. Uh, I really think it's a pretty amazing wine, and there are very few people that are really blending such diverse uh, varietals to create these types of blends well his um, prisoner wine was a zinfandel blend like more uh, like denise was saying yeah and he he perfected he made that style come out this this zinfandel forward wine that i like three times on wine spectators top 100 i think two of those times was in top 10 and it was a wine that was under 20 bucks at the time now it's a 50 dollars bottle. right right like everything good in life as soon mm -hmm. as it gets talked up and absolutely so price goes to the years roof. in the desert's right about that same <clears throat> price where prisoner is but this is the original maker of that wine so, you know, it's yeah. just, you can't lose. Nope. Not in this one. Mm. Bob? Well, <laughs> okay. He's just Thanks. drinking. You were finished. Thanks for oh, being so wordy. Okay. Um, yeah, again, it's Orrin Swift. It's Dave Finney. Everything that he makes so far that I've had, I've, I've liked or loved. Um the, the nose on it, I think, is really just the most amazing thing. You get you get the berries, you get that clove, and you get the black pepper, but there's that, like Denise was saying, there's I that... I'm still not getting the clove. It's black pepper, that, though. There's that herbal undertone to it that almost... I don't want to say vegetal, because that's usually people, not a good word when you're doing that. People think of that. People denigrate the word vegetal yeah. in a... In a and and a wine but if you know enough about wine, you know that's not not necessarily a bad thing. But it's this herbally vegetally undertone in the nose that just roots the whole thing down. I mean, the nose on this is just absolutely lovely. I, I disagree with you, Bob. You're talking about the nose all the way. I love the palate. The palate brings this great balance. But it's not when just you the taste nose. it, yeah, the palate is entirely different. You know, the nose is interesting. It's got that 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 herbal need to it. The herbal is gone. There is I, I don't get any of that in it. It's again, it's like eating a pint of blueberries. Um blueberries There's herbs on the finish, my friend. Herbs on the finish. And black cherries. You have to disagree. Um yeah. harm is right. 
You hear that? that you've got right. that little bit. Right. Put that on your calendar. It's never happened before. Never will happen. I can edit that out. That's not He's not even going to save that. Yeah, not even looking at you. I'm supposed to listen to you? I don't think so. Get your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Exactly. <laughs> so. You wish you looked like Charlton Heston. <laughs> we all wish we age. looked like Charlton Heston at any age. Yeah, so. Well. Is he dead yet? Did Charlton Heston Yeah, die? oh yeah, years ago. He was the Omega Man. Come on, man. The Omega Man with, with the zombies, with the white afros? That was the coolest movie ever. God, how old are you, dude? <laughs> it's just a savant. <laughs> I'm just like Quentin Tarantino. I just remember yeah. crazy, weird movies. Oh, it's just, I mean, it's, it's a great wine. It's extremely well put together. Again, another, another one from Dave that he's done so well. Um, so it's it's tough for me to 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 decide. What do I love his white wines or do I have his red wines? I mean, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Just yeah. yes. Just yes. Yeah. Well, I Bob. I really haven't had much from uh, Dave Finney that yeah. I haven't really enjoyed. Right. Um, there's certainly none I can think of that I dislike, and there's some that I really love. There's some. There's some that I like. There's some that I love. There's nothing that I don't like i noticed that and, mercury and, and, head is missing off this list bob did we not talk to the right people <laughs> we got what we got but i mean he's, he's right about one thing you know the the fact is is sometimes you know some guys are much better you know their whites are better than their reds or their reds are better than their whites and and you know he seems to have success with with you know both um i tend to think the reds are better than the whites but the whites are are really great so you know right. you can't go wrong people hard, don't drink white wine it's a hard thing to do you're you looking know? at a list and you can't find anything that really appeals to you you pick yeah. up one of his yeah exactly you know that when you open the bottle there's a hundred things on there and you're like i don't know yeah what oh. do they got oh there's a couple orange sweat okay one okay. of those will do that's right yeah it's always it's always gonna you know, it'll never disappoint you, but so. the, the the Orange Swift Eight Years in the Desert to me is not a steak wine. I don't want a steak with this. What do you want to pair this with? We're going to get to a steak wine, though. We get this. They're on the list. What do you pair with this? What do you I disagree, Harm. I think you could have anything you want with this. I think you could have a steak. You could have lamb. You could have mm. poultry. I think this is a beautiful wine that will stand up to just about any dish. I think barbecue. Yeah. Mm. Well, Something double. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Barbecue, man. Barbecue, barbecue goes with everything. <laughs> That's true. It's the universal food. You're right. Beer, whiskey, yeah. wine. Beer, whiskey, wine. You're right. It you know, sure does. <laughs> Malort. I mean, it goes with everything. Okay, let's How not get excited. This wine? It's the only thing you can eat that will get the taste of Malort out of your mouth. No. <laughs> You're right. You know, I mean, come on. I've never had Malort. I don't want to have Malort. Please don't send me any Malort. I've just been hearing the horrible, well, horrible stories. You will never be... It's part of Bourbon Mafia? Yeah. That was initiation. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. It's not going to happen. First off, you're not from Sicily. Second off, second off, yeah. I don't want to hear you. Like this are a menace to Did we rate society. this? We haven't read anything. I'm waiting with bated breath. Four oh, sips. Trying to be that way. <laughs> so we'll be back and we'll talk about some more. Hey, and we're back, and we are still talking about wines more and Swift. So we uh, just finished talking about eight years in the desert. So now we're going to be going to our next wine, which is the Orange Swift Slander, 2018. Uh, Pinot Noir, aged 10 months in French oak, 42% nuke, and 15.2% alcohol by volume. 
You know, this is the 10th year he's made Slander, Bob? Mm-hmm. 10th year. But it's the first time it's actually sold it to the public. Well, once you get it right, then you win it he out. spent so. 10 years experimenting with Pinot Noir before he decided he was ready to make it. that just tells you that Pinot Noir is difficult to work with. It's hardest grape in the world to grow. Making it right takes a lot of effort. Well, this is a blend of Pinot source from uh, prime Pinot growing regions. The wine includes fruit from the Santa Rita Hills AVA, as well as from Annapolis, Olson Ranch, Sleepy Hollow, and McMurray Vineyards. Oh, I had some good Sleepy Hollow wine the other day, too. All right, so the color on this, should I do it, Justin? It's red. <laughs> it's translucent red. garnet. It is translucent garnet. You can see your finger through that wine. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, it's, it's, translucent it's a garnet. I like that. It's a great description. The nose on this, you definitely Pino. pick up. It's Pinot all it the way. Smells it's like Pinot. Pinot Noir. Yeah, yeah. yeah Pinot Noir. Noir. Yeah, Pinot Noir. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you get a little bit of cranberry note on it. I get a little bit of dried sage up in the top of the nose. Love those herbs. Mm. And some pepper, some white pepper, and on the palate. It's always about the white pepper with you, isn't it, Bob? Mm-hmm. Racist. <laughs> mm. Sorry, sir. Look who's I've talking. been drinking wine. Look who's talking. Yeah. All right. And on the palate, definitely there's cherries there. I get a little hint of the vanilla on it. And it's like red fruit, just really well balanced, really well put together. It's got a nice finish with... Uh, some soft tannins, not real bold, not real big, but but just mouth coating. It's got a really good chewy feel to it. Lovely wine. What did you think, Denise? It is a lovely wine. I was just looking and thinking about the finish as you were describing it. It has a really soft finish. Yeah, just round and yeah, supple. Yeah, it's just really lovely. nice. Just makes you want to pick your glass up and mm-hmm. go back for more. I love the nose on this. I definitely get the cranberry and the white pepper, just like Bob described. Um, and you again, get orange marmalade. I get orange marmalade. Orange marmalade on, on the, the nose? nose? On the nose. Cranberries and orange marmalade. I don't. It's there. It's there's orange peel. I'm a, I've said it to you before. I'm going to say it to you one more time. We're friends here. There's, that's why they call it dope. Stop. <laughs> just marmalade stop. man orange marmalade no you have a i child. get the herbs the just sage stop. for sure just say no oftentimes on pinot noir you get the citrus hint and this is i'd say for me hmm. i'm sorry i interrupted you go ahead no no it's perfect no it's not, it's not i don't floral. get the orange marmalade i get the, the the herbally notes instead yeah it's a lovely pinot it really is nice uh, a lot of the pinots out there are fairly thin and I know that, uh, Denise, you're not always uh, in love with some of them. They're so light. But this is a really unique and interesting character. It took me a couple minutes to figure out that it was actually a Pinot without uh, looking at the uh, label and the notes. Um, but I agree. It's got that herbaceousness to it. It's got uh, body to it. Um, I get all the things you said, except for the orange marmalade, which you didn't say. It's there, man. But it is everything that I love in a Pinot. Yeah. If I'm going it to It could bring you Pinot. back to Pinot. Absolutely. Anything to add, Mr. Happy? Um, Quick palate. I, I give palette. rather than, okay, uh, you think you're saying quick cranberry? Yeah. I got more mixed berries, cherries. Now I got berry. cranberry on the nose, not on the palate. Mm. I'm getting cranberry on the palate. Uh, it's a lot of mixed berry, red fruit, tiny bit of vanilla coming in there. And it's a good amount of tannin, too. It's not, it's round, but it's still enough to give you some grip. 
There, it's not. It's not gonna. This wine doesn't just like wash away. There's enough grip on that you remember this wine. I'm enjoying it. All right. Well, we're gonna give the slander three sips. Interesting. So we're moving on to our next one, and we're gonna have Harm tell us about this one. We tried to get. Uh, uh, Danny Trejo to come tell us about this, but he declined our invitation. Horn Swift uh, Machete. 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 Machete kills. Machete. All right, Machete. Orange Swift Machete, as they say in America, 2017, blend of palate. Uh, it's a, a blend of Petite Syrah, Syrah Grenache, and 12 months in French oak. 30% of that French oak, 38% of French oak is new. 15.2% ABV. Again, he is not shy with the uh, fermentation and the alcohol here. Uh, it is a beautiful big blend sourced all over California. Uh, some of the best petite Syrah in California, Grenache, and Syrah vineyards that produce rich and flavorful fruit. Fruit. Flute? Or a flute. Flute. Is it like a pan flute? The dark, the pan, is Zamfir here? He's Zamfir. the master of the oh, pan flute. He is harm. the master of Zamfir. I remember him. Stop playing the skin flute harm. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Moving on. Moving on. Blind tasted to determine quality. The lots are... are that make machete, make machete are are, are cut. <laughs> wow, I've been drinking way too much. <laughs> the making machete. Skip, skip the script and tell us what you think about the wine because reading think? is not for you. I'm not reading is not for me. <laughs> Don't read. The color is opaque purple. You can tell by looking at this glass. This is going to stain your teeth. Opaque. Completely opaque. You can't. You Have can't, you seen his teeth? Put your, finger, put, your finger, put your finger behind the glass there. You okay. do not see anything through this. It this is, is the dark, most opaque inky wine. black. I put this up against the light. I don't see the light. Look at this. this Get is open a, your eyes. This is done. Mm. And the, the nose. Plums. Plums. Plum compote, I guess. Blackberries. Gravel. There's a little bit of vanilla. And oh wow, just lush and rich and beautiful, and the palate. This is huge. It's massive. Again, very dark, dark root, black pepper, cherries. There's an umami quality coming through. There's a like a, a leathery note at the end there. That's I love that. That's a soft leathery note that I love like on this palate. Almost. It's it's not it's not like a hard. Like that really a lot of tannin like you get with like a cab. Right. It's a softer note. Absolutely. And the finish is long and lingering with spice and fruit. I just love it. Maury, why are you looking like that? Well, I'm just waiting for you to finish waxing yeah. poetic about this wine. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a wonderful wine. I love the dark color. It's just This is the get dark. the babysitter and get your wife and have yeah. a bottle of wine yeah this is like a dark hole it just absorbs the light it doesn't come out the other side make sure you're um, you're alone true. <laughs> uh i would agree with everything you said uh, especially the gravelly note the uh the blackberries uh the plum uh it's just really uh it, very interesting very fruit forward not a fruit bomb but but fruit forward. No, not a fruit and, bomb and, uh, no. and really we need to talk about flavors. the label on the in, in a case of Machete, there are 12 bottles with 12 different labels. The same model in different poses. This this tall uh, this tall lady who's uh, um, dark skin, and in every model, in every picture, she's posed against a Lincoln Continental from the 1970s and one or two machetes in her hand. It's striking. Yes, labels are cool, and they really love selling a set of 12 of them. So very cool. So I love this wine. I thought it was really something. Right. Bob, what more is there to say? 
I mean, it's 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 machete. It's thick. It's machete. big. It's bold. It's I love Petite Syrah. It's one of my favorite grapes. I mean, well, that's where that's all this color yeah. is coming. This inky yeah. black. This is Petite Syrah. It's stunning. So, what else is there to say? Four sips. That's classified. Perfect. All right. Moving on to our last wine, we're going to have Maury tell us about Palermo. Well, thank you, Bob. Uh, the last wine of the morning in the cellar is the Orange Swift Palermo 2017. Um, this is listed as a Napa Valley Cab. However, it is composed of Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, and Cab Franc. It's aged for 12 months in French oak, 38% of which is new. And again, in true Dave Finney style, clocks in at a hefty 15.2% alcohol by volume. Um, with a goal of producing wines of resounding quality and consistency, 2017 was over year, overall a tough year that challenged everybody's ability to do so. With both heat spikes and devastating fires, they were able to produce Napa Valley Cabernet that they feel still representative of the region, comprised of fruit from both the valley floor and the mountain ridges. Again, this one has a wonderful color, not as deep and dark and inky as the last, but nonetheless a deep, dark ruby red color. Uh, it's got a wonderful nose. You got cherries, definitely have some cassis on the nose, and uh, it's just uh, it's just really lovely. On the palate, ripe raspberries, a little bit of bay leaf, uh, some currant, uh, really a wonderful expression i also get a hint of licorice uh on the nose and it's got a nice long finish i mean this is this is one of my favorites uh for the money it's impossible to beat this wine it's just a beautiful cab with a lot of balance goes well with anything especially a big juicy steak can't say enough good about this wine it's just simply delicious this is my go-to when you look at the big list in a restaurant and there's a bunch of stuff and you're eh, nothing speaking to me if i see a palermo okay i'm done yeah, but in the restaurant, you pay three times as much as you Yeah, but I mean, it's just, you always know what you're going to get. You're but at three always times the price, it's still affordable in a restaurant. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I mean, for the money, this is the best value out there, I think. I mean, it's always solid. It's always good. And, you know, yeah. for or regular you can just retail, come to Fine Spirits and buy a bottle and pay the $25 corkage fee. Well, you can go to Fine Spirits and pay the 25% upcharge. But oh, just saying. What'd only you think? for you. That's only What do you think, Denise? Look, look at the labels. Oh, well, I think this is like... Uh, really great sex but in a glass it's got wow Gracie. smooth entry see i'm worried surprised because he's never heard those words come out of her mouth we had great sex it's got a, was i there <laughs> i want to hear this yeah. smooth it's got entry. a smooth Here, entry take my pen. you can have notes yeah a great mouth feel and a long finish and she looks at him when she wow. says all those things with disappointment <laughs> what can eyes. you say uh, what woman would not love this wine it's beautiful really because i always hear is, are you done yet <laughs> <laughs> now you always hear what are you doing yeah, yeah. Okay. What are you it's doing? just it's such a great wine it, <laughs> it really is, is. Right? it's, 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 a, it's always... a value it's a value one yeah palermo is basically the grapes that don't make the cut for mercury head he doesn't even make mercury head every year that's his hot is his that's his tete cuvee i guess it says high-end wine every bottle is the label is just a mercury head dime glued onto the front 
of the bottle. And people collect them or save them. Well, and people actually them send, them back, send them back to him. Yeah. He loves when they send them back to him. Right. He's like, let's get a little handwritten note with the, the We just had a bottle of that recently. Well, eventually yes. he's going to run out. You know he's what I mean? Run out. There's only so many of the damn things. I'm, I'm going to send there. him back the, a couple dimes too. Oh, good word. You could probably send him back 600 bucks, you alcoholic. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'd pay for the wine up front, man. You could, the wine sits there in the store. I pay for it up front. But the. Uh, the, the grapes, he doesn't make mercury every year, but when he does make it, whatever, basically the grapes that don't make the cut are going to Palermo. So he's getting the great stuff. And even though 2017, as Maury was saying, was a bad year uh, because of the fires and the heat spikes, because that he's working with Gallo now, he can actually pull from different sources that were unaffected because there were some vineyards that they lost everything in Correct. the fires. So. Correct. He's able to yeah. pull from he, he was able to pull from other people. Right. And other I mean, I really love some of his higher end stuff. We didn't get a chance today to review things like Papillon and Mercury Head. Yeah. Uh, those are some of my favorites. Well, of there's all only time. so much time. So, I know. You know. Yeah. I'm not complaining. But, oh no. That's a beautiful line. We got to do beautiful. eight years in the desert today. This is yeah. the right. this beautiful great selection well, today. We're gonna give it four sips. Yeah. That's classified. All right. Well, that's all the wine we have for today, but as a special We're added We're not done bonus, yet, are we, Bob? But that's not all. That's not all. <laughs> we have a whiskey today. Mm. And the whiskey that we have is a new one from the Bardstown Bourbon Company. It is the Prisoner Collaboration. All so right. this is the latest in the collaborative series from Bardstown Bourbon Company. The Prisoner Wine Collaboration begins with a nine-year-old Tennessee bourbon that Bardstown Bourbon Company then finished for 18 months in the Prisoner French Oak Red Wine Barrels, the first brand that Dave founded. So there's your tie-in. Uh, the Prisoner Wine Company was established by Dave, and he's the guy behind the wines we're drinking today. So this is, they've done several others. They've done several other wine finishes. Um, My gosh, the nose on this thing is just, oh, it's lovely. It's oak. I get that. Wine note on the nose. Lots of wine note on the nose. Yeah. Really? Because I didn't get it. I got I get a lot. I mean, when, it, when we first opened the sample bottle, it, it almost smelled like wine. Really? Yeah. And a little bit of maple. I get a little bit of maple. Mm-hmm. I'll, give you, sugar I'll, give you, I'll give you the maple. I'll mm-hmm. give you the wine. I don't, I don't smell the wine as much, but look, the color is gorgeous. Isn't Burnt it beautiful? Walnut, a little red glint But to on the it. palate, it's put, like. Put it up against a white piece of paper. There's on the palate, glint. there's not yeah. the wine note so much as the tannin. It's like drinking a big red wine. The tannin, the oak, beautiful oak, not over overpowering. I get a lot of uh, a good bit of red fruit note, but it's not whiny. Um, a little bit of cinnamon. Um, good call on the cinnamon. I was wondering what yeah, that was. The yeah, the spice is there. That cinnamon get is there. Get some blackberries. Uh, yeah, the cinnamon is right there, just sort of across Black the pepper. middle of the tongue. A little bit of pepper, some cherries, some blackberries. Uh, honestly, I've I've had all of the collaborations series that they've done so far. From Bardstown? We've done a lot of the Bardstown on our whiskey shows. I think this is the best one that they've ever done. I think this one is excellent. What did you guys think? Yeah, I thought it was very well done. I would agree with you. I think it's balanced. I think it showcases both the wine and the whiskey, which is very unusual. I find you get one or the other, and I would 100% agree with you. I've tasted also uh, almost everything coming out of Bardstown. And although none of it was bad, no, they're doing good work. Is, but this, this is, is by far, yeah, their their best effort. It's a winner, absolutely. And a winner. All the flavors on the palate—they don't just hit and dissipate. 
they, they all linger, linger together. Yeah. It's oh yeah, the, the finish wine, the cinnamon, the vanilla, the oak. It, 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 it seemed all to pull, lingers together. It pulled the tannin out of the wine to give you that long finish. Yeah, beautiful. It didn't, you know, a lot of times you'll drink a wine finished whiskey and it tastes like wine more than whiskey. Right. Um, or you know, or it tastes like whiskey with no wine whatsoever. This seems to have taken just certain elements out of the wine and combined them very well. This it's, reminds me of that Pritchard Hill um, Oceans, not Oceans. Yeah, I think that's we're giving this gorgeous. four sips. Yeah, well done. That's classified. Yeah, the wine notes to me were on the top of the palate. This is great. Very well made. Mm-hmm. This is all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio. And online at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher, and about a dozen other online sites. The easiest way to find the show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, Google, or whoever the chick is that talks back to you. Not that voice in your head, Harm. Play podcasts, sip, suds, and smokes. My wife. My wife talks back to me all the time. Man. We love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sip, suds, and smokes. And our daily tasting notes float on Twitter every day at Sip, Sud, Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. You can check us out on Instagram at Sip, Sud, Smokes or at Made Man Bob. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help to us. and We get to see your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-host for joining us today. Thank you, Denise. Oh, thank you. I have some wine to drink. Yeah, I love this job. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. It's been a privilege and a pleasure. Another great day in the basement. And thank you, Harm. Whatever, dude. I'll drink your wine. Shut up. Suppress your reputation. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was ready sip, for that. Yeah. and smokes. This is Made Man Bob. We thank you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink bad wine and, and whiskey. And we haven't done either today. No. no it's a pretty good day. It's a really good day. Good yeah. day in the basement. Appreciate it, Bob. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's not a basement today. It's a cellar. It's a cellar. It is a cellar. Yeah. It's yes. different. You can take the creepy basement and put wine in it, and now it's classy. It's a uh-huh. cellar. Can you untie me now? No. Uh, no. Well, no. No. We don't Sorry. like you that much. Creepy cellar. Hey. <laughs> Shut up. Suppression. Goes with the creepy labels. <laughs> This has been a one tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 